What's up, podcast? You're about to listen to episode five. In this episode, I make a lot of comparisons between esports and professional sports, both from the career length aspect as well as the financial aspect. I think there's a lot of information to be taken away from here. There's a lot of facts that I've researched. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode five of the Lodges podcast. I'm your host, Juan Rodriguez, the founder of Lodges Financial, a business management firm for eSport players and video game streamers. So this is episode five. Today, we're going to be talking about how your eSports career isn't forever. Um, It doesn't it's not going to last your full life. You're going to eventually it's going to come to an end and there's adjustments and things that you'll have to make to prepare for when that day comes. So we're going to break this up into two segments today. Uh, The first one, we're going to talk about the average career length or some average career lengths for eSport players. And we're going to kind of compare that to some professional sports. And then in the second segment, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to look at the financial aspect of your eSport career and compare that to professional athletes or professional players as well. So There's going to be a lot of facts in this episode. I've done a little bit of research to prepare for this one just to give you guys the right numbers and make sure I'm being as accurate as possible. So you'll hear a lot of facts from me, but I think that it's really a great informative episode to get a hard comparison of where esports is at right now in comparison to traditional sports. Um, Some reality checks that I think we need to make as we get excited and continue to see esports grow. Um... But nonetheless, I'm super excited where, where esports is at right now and how the prize pools continue to go up, that brands continue to move into the space, that people are continuing to buy more into it. So it's an exciting time. But let's hop into the first segment, which is about the career length of an esport player. So the first fact I want to spit at you is that, or is the typical schedule of a pro player, right? What does a weekly outlook look like for a traditional esport player. So I got this and it says six days a week, typically 12 to 14 hours a day. So that's about 80 hours a week, which are very, very long weeks if you think about it. Um, for example, I've worked for a big four accounting firm and you know when you go through busy season or tax season, you're sometimes working 80 hours a week and those are really long weeks and you typically only do that um, for, for a couple weeks at a time or a couple months at a time at the beginning of the year. And then the rest of your year doesn't look like that. So 80 hours a week can definitely lead to burnout, um, to exhaustion, to mental fatigue. Um, There's a lot that can go into that. So it is definitely tough on the player. Um, And I think in this fact, they were referring to if you were playing for a franchise team, you know, such as if you were in a League of Legends player, I think is what this this fact was coming from. Um, So that's the first part is that the schedule can be very, very hard and tough. So the next fact is that there's so many, or or an esport player is at risk of so many injuries, right? So for example, wrist injuries are super common. Lower back issues are super common. Um, Carpal tunnel syndrome, which is a major risk injury. If you're an esport player, you're at risk for that just because you're sitting there playing for so many hours at a day. You're in your chair. Your hand is constantly... Uh, being physically used. 
So it's very easy for that to happen. And obviously now as time has gone on and health has become more important and technology continues to do great things, that's obviously there's ways that they're solving that and they're trying to better that for players just like they do that in professional sports. Um, but it's obviously still an issue. And so because of that, that leads me between those first two facts, the fact that you, know, you could be playing 80 hours a week, that you have the risk of wrist injuries or back injuries, it leads to what does the typical length of an esport player look like, right? How long can you expect to play usually? So this is sourcing um, the owner of the CounterLogic gaming team referring to his League of Legends team. So he said he was asked what is the average lifespan of a League of Legends player and he answered one to two years, which is extremely, extremely short. Now, that's not to say that, you know, you can't go play League of Legends for one to two years and then go streaming for a couple of years and then maybe play for another team in a different game or do anything like that. But specific to that game and to that team, you know, you're only expected one to two years, right? So he also talked about how many of the players are retired from League of Legends um, in their 20s and usually their early 20s. So... That's because, you know, when you're younger, your motor skills are obviously higher. So a lot of these players are very young because their motor skills are faster. They haven't burned out yet. They're not as old. Um, so that's why you see that. So just to give a comparison. So like we said, League of Legends career could last one to two years. The average NBA career is less than five years. So just to put that into perspective, even an NBA career that is just as physically demanding and has different... Um, you know, there's different struggles and things you got to go through there that typically lasts around five years. So it's a super, super short career. Esports can be very short and you've just got to maximize um, as much as you can in the time that you're playing it. So for that same stat, again, we're going to stick with this League of Legends because this is kind of where I found a lot of info on the typical player. Although I've heard I just didn't have anything to source that many times when you're playing for, again, this is playing for like a pro team, you know, your average career span is not that long. So to put that into perspective to the NFL, the average playing career of the League of Legends is actually less than the average NFL running back. So the average NFL running back is about 2.57 years and your League of Legends career could actually be less than that, which if you don't know, the running back position is, the, is t traditionally the shortest average career for an NFL player, right? I think wide receiver comes next and then cornerback is after that. So even when looking at the NFL and looking at it by position, looking at a running back that has the shortest typical career, the League of Legends career is actually shorter. So it's super, super quick. And that's why it's so important, I think, to step back for a second and realize that you know, you got to make sure you're on yourself financially. You got to make sure that you're putting your money in the right places, that you're saving correctly, that you're spending correctly, that whole sort of thing, that you're taking care of your mind, that you're taking care of your body. And obviously these teams have, you know, state-of-the-art facilities. They've got trainers in there. I know a lot of them have mental therapists on site, you know, to work through players with that. So all the resources are there. And again, of course, here on this podcast, we focus more on the financial aspect of it. So, I just want to continue to stress that, you know, if, if you ever get the chance to play for a traditional team or a franchise team, or even if you're playing as a streamer or for other teams that aren't franchised, that you're just super careful with your money 
because your career really could just be a couple of years and that's it. Um, so the average age for a League of Legends player from what I found, and again, all these I'm, I'm kind of sourcing. Uh, this was from the Washington Post is where this article was made from. It was made at the end of 2018, which is about the most recent that I could find. So again, this is what I'm sourcing. But the average player age of a League of Legends player is 21 years old, which is extremely young. To put that into perspective of other professional, traditional professional athletes, the average age of an MLB player is 29.2 years old, and the average NFL player is 26.6 years old. So the League of Legends average age is so much lower than that of both the MLB and the NFL. Um, So if you're trying to get into it, it shows you that first off, you got to get into it while you're younger. It's a lot harder for you to get in it once you're older because, again, your motor skills are, are slower. They're not as fast as a younger player, and it's just so competitive. Um, so that's all to say that basically the career length of an eSport player, again, all of this was really focused towards uh, League of Legends because this is where I found the most information. When I was Google searching and looking around, uh, I found some older articles on other things, but I didn't, I didn't want to source those. I wanted to source something more recent and up-to-date. Um, but really, I think the big takeaway of this is to understand that your esports career isn't forever, right? It's going to come to an end. You're only going to be able to play for so long, whether that's for a, a franchise team, whether that's that you're streaming or that you're playing for other non-franchise teams. Um, it's going to come to an end, right? You're not going to be able to play forever. And that's the same case scenario for a professional athlete, a professional athlete will not be able to play for the rest of their life, right? So they, both in your esports career and in a professional athlete career, you have to think post-career. You've got to make smart money decisions while you're in that career. You've got to make sure whether it's your financial advisor or your accountant that you are on good communication terms with them, that they are explaining everything correctly to you, that you understand where the money is going, um, how your money is being used, um, you know, these are all conversations that you definitely want to have and, and in depth if you're having it with someone else that's taking care of your money or if you're not always watching where your money's going. Um, because I think the big thing for this is along with these short careers comes a high pay, right? I think I saw that the average League of Legends salary is above $300,000 a year, which is a lot of money and that's way more money than, than some people make in a course of 10 years or five years, right? So you make a lot of money fast, but then that career comes to an end. So it's a matter of, are you putting that money in a good place for post-career, right? Are you making the smart business investments? Um, are you not investing at all? Are you putting it into the correct kind of savings account? And that's a conversation you should have with your bank or your financial advisor. Um, and also you're just having healthy spending habits during this career, um, and you know, that's something that I've spoken on in the past and I think it's so important that the very first place you should start as far as taking care of your money is making sure that you're having healthy spending habits. So that kind of covers the first segment of the episode. Just some quick facts about the career length, comparing that to the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, um, and seeing how they kind of line up. And, and the overall conclusion you can take from that is that your esports career is just as short or if not shorter than that of most professional athletes. So that's something that you should really consider when you're going into this space or if you're already playing and have a career in this. So now we'll move to the financial segment, which is really the bigger segment that I want to get into. And of course, is something that um, lodges the podcast, focuses more on the financial side. 
So we're going to do the same thing. We're going to take some comparisons um, on the money side of esports and streamers and all that. We're going to compare it to professional athletes and traditional pro sports, right? So the first fact that I want to provide you with, and this was from 2018, the end of 2018, uh, quoting CNBC Money, right? So a very credible source. So 60% of NBA players go broke within five years of departing from the league. And 78% of former NFL players experience financial distress within two years of retirement. So that goes to say that, again, these are fast careers, right? They don't last that long. And 60% of NBA players and almost 80% of NFL players are struggling financially after leaving their professional sports career within just a couple of years, right? Because I, I think it just goes down to the same main problem is that you're earning a lot of money really fast and that's really your career and that's got to last you 40 to 50 years and it's first off hard to get that mindset in your head that this money's got to last for a long time and second off I don't think most people just even develop the understanding that this is their career and this is the money that's supposed to last 40 50 years just like just like that of a traditional person that's got to take their salary that's less than that year to year and make it expand route right so I think that's the first thing that needs to be understood is that the money you're earning in these few short years have to last a lifetime, basically, um, unless you go into another, another profession or another job or career. Um, so the article on CNBC, it, it basically went into a few different things. And one of the ones I want to mention that I'm so glad I went into was that the report mentioned keeping up with the Joneses can be financially fatal for players, Right. Because I, I think the mindset of a professional athlete and that of an esport player, because I'm starting to see it. And if you follow, you know, famous uh, esport players, if you follow famous video game streamers, right, as everyone's making a little bit more money now and as the prize pools are going up, people are starting to flex on social media, right? People are trying to show off the money they're making. And that's the same issue that there's been in pro sports. And now you're seeing that in esports. Because as part of pop culture, right, the rapper, the professional athlete, now the esport player, it's almost like you got to show a luxurious lifestyle, right? And so pop culture very much makes it look like if you're a video game streamer or an esport athlete on your Instagram, you better be looking like you're living a rich life. And it's such a false picture that we've put out there that people think they need to follow, that they feel like they need to keep up with the Joneses and they need to show that you know they're financially significant just like other people. And the reality is that some of these players that are making really big money right now are only making it right now. And it's a short lifespan and we're gonna get into some other facts here that, that I'll, I'll have to support this. Um, I just wanna stop for a second and just say, you know, I'm spending a lot of hard facts and I'm making a lot of cautious, you know, I'm saying a lot of cautious things for players, but I obviously think that it's amazing that, you know, the esport player or your video game streamer can earn so much that you can have the passion for that, that you can make a lot of money. That's amazing. I don't want to take away at all from that in this episode. And I think it's super cool to see it unfold. I hope that the prize pools continue to go up. I hope that players continue to make more money. I hope that it starts to get at the same tier as professional sports, right? I want to see all of that positive growth this is just really an episode to put it into perspective and get real for a bit because I feel like it's a conversation that's not happening enough. I feel like it's a conversation that should be happening. I feel like 
people should be getting real with how money can just go like that, um, that you do need to be cautious. And so I'm just trying to be a voice for that here in this podcast. And hopefully you enjoy that and can share that with others. So again, to pick up where we left off, right? There's just this image that now as an esport player and as a video game streamer in pop culture, that's looked at as being up there, right? As a luxurious lifestyle. And you got to wear Gucci. You got to have Louis. You got to wear, you know, the newest pair of shoes. You got to go buy a nice car. You got to have the nicest, you know, the nicest things. And you got to post it on social media or else you're falling behind compared to other video game streamers and esport players. And my voice is just to say that, first off, that's not the reality for a lot of these guys or girls. And you shouldn't follow that trend because a lot of those people are going to lose in the long term, right? A lot of those people in five or six years are going to lose just like the NFL and NBA player that make it out of the league within a couple of years and they're broke, right? You don't want to be that person. You want to be the NFL, NBA, MLB player that made it through their professional career, made smart business decisions, and now have a life outside of sports once that's ended and can live comfortably and still do things with their family, right? And, and maintain themselves. So, and again, I, I compare this so much to pro sports and to the music culture because that's what esports resembles the most right now. That's what you're seeing in pop culture, whether it's NBA players collaborating with esports streamers, um, that whole thing. So that's why I'm, I'm referencing pro sports so much is because it's the closest collaboration we can see, right? So keeping up with the Joneses, don't do that. You know, that's, that's not what it's about. Um, the next one is that players are just making honestly dumb financial investments, right? Uh, that article, which was written by an NBA player who now became a financial advisor, he actually says that every month he was approached with a once in a lifetime investment, right? Because you're such a person of influence and, it's of, and of significance, you're going to have people that are come up to you and going to be like, hey, you know, I got a once in a lifetime business opportunity for you. I think it would be great. You really should put some money into it. And boom, you throw some money here. You throw some money there. You've got three or four investments. They all have zero return for you and all that money's gone, right? And so he talks about in the article about how you've got to stay strong and you've, and you've got to be mentally focused and prepared that as you start to make more money throughout your career, you're going to have different people coming up to you. They're going to give you a once-in-a-lifetime business opportunity, and that's not the move. It's, it's so important that you review whatever business negotiation is brought to you with your advisors, with your accountants, with your family, with yourself, and making sure that these business opportunities are really, truly business opportunities and there's a return for you, right? So putting your money in the right place. Um, the next thing he kind of jumped into was to how TV personalities and team ownership isn't going to happen for every player, right? So just like in professional sports, you'll have a lot of pro players retire and they'll become commentators on ESPN, ABC, whatever the case may be, or maybe they go host a daily show within sports um, or they get a role like that, or they've got enough money and were a top tier player and could buy a team over time, right? And so... I continue as I watch some of the interviews of these uh, esport players that win prize pools. Um, you know, a lot of time the question is asked, what are you going to do with the money? What are you going to do post-career? And it almost seems like I'm continuously this trend of answer from esport players that post-career, they're going to become a commentator or they're going to have a career in esports, uh, whether that be on the media side, on the coaching side. And 
for some, that'll be a reality, right? Some esport players and video game streamers are going to be able to become commentators for, for big events. They're going to be able to become coaches and team owners. But it isn't the reality for every esport player, just like it isn't the reality for every NBA, NFL, MLB player, right? You're not always going to have the same opportunities that the next person in the line is going to have. So when you're evaluating what moves you're going to make post-career, you can't just put, put, you know, bet on that and hope that that's what's going to happen because there's only so many positions and so many slots out there. Um, so it's really something you should be thinking in your head as to, you know, is there something that you're passionate about? Do you want to start a career in, right? Do you want to start a career in real estate investment? Um, do you want to open a car shop? I mean, what else do you have a passion in that you can make another career out of once your video game streaming or your gaming career comes to an end? So I really think that that's a conversation you should have pretty young and that's tough, but because your career can come to an end so quickly and so young, you've got to be focused and prepared of what you're going to do next. And that can be something that's very difficult, right? Um, This next point is something that I think is so important. Um, It's really just a point of view of my own, but it's really just, if you look at everything we've talked about, it's the reality is that just because you make a ton of money this year in video games, whether that's in tournaments, streaming, and esports career, that doesn't guarantee that you're going to make the same money next year, right? What if you get injured? What if Fortnite is not what Fortnite is today, next year? What if Fortnite still is what it is next year, but there's so many other players that have risen up and now are competing against you and have taken your spots? And now you're not earning as much in Fortnite, right? I mean, there's so many people that play Fortnite that the next Booga, the next Ninja, whoever it may be, is just around the corner. So while you're living the dream right now of earning so much money from tournaments and from streaming, you have to realize that you're not always going to be making that every single day for the rest of your life. Eventually, that's going to come to an end. And eventually, you're not going to be that person anymore. And the sad truth is that someone's going to replace you, right? And you're not going to make the same money every single year. And I think that's the trap of, you know, when you read and you listen to interviews of of pro athletes is that they're making so much money so quickly that you begin to think that that's the reality. And then that's what you're always going to make. um, But it's not. So that's really a conversation that you need to make sure you're having in your head that you're understanding that just because you're earning millions of dollars this year or this month that that could change in the next couple of months, in the next weeks, in the next year. Um, That's not always going to be the reality. So I think that's super important to realize. Um, So this this point kind of goes back to keeping up with the Joneses, right? What What I'm starting to see unfold on social media, I follow a lot of the top streamers. I follow a lot of the top esport players. Um, You could say a lot of the influencers on social media within gaming. As pop culture, pop culture continues to collaborate between esports, hip hop, and professional sports, traditional pro sports, I'm afraid that the esport player is thinking that they have to keep up with what your typical NBA or NFL star is doing, right? Um, and I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to name any organizations. I think that if you follow enough on social media, you could have a gist of what I'm talking about. But I really, truly do see that. And whether that's a flex on Instagram, a flex on Snapchat, whatever the case may be, pop culture continues to just push this trend that your esport player is already at the same caliber 
of a pro sport player, a, a star pro sport player. And again, I love where gaming is going. I love where esports are going. It's on the rise. Everything is going up. But where we're having a hard check reality, which I'm about to provide next, esports is just not even close right now to a traditional NBA, NFL, MLB star, right? For some, obviously, such as Ninja or possibly Tifu or people like that that are like way, way up there, those select few, which you could probably only count on two hands, those players maybe. But for your average person or even some of your top guys, it's just not there yet because the prize pools aren't there yet. So let's put some facts behind that. So your average MBA salary is $5 million. Your average MLB salary is $4.4 million. And your average NFL salary is $2.1 million. Keep in mind, this is your average, right? This is your average pro player. So your average esports streamer isn't making this much, right? Even some of the top esport players haven't even made that much money. So to give you the fact behind that, if you look at the number one player, and this is not within, this does not include streaming, this does not include endorsements, sponsorships, but again, neither did those NBA, NFL, and MLB numbers. Those were just salaries, right? If you look at the number one esport earner player in esports, right? John No-Tail Sunstein, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. He has earned $6.9 million in his career, which included 108 tournaments. So in 108 tournaments, the number one esports earner in the world has earned $6.9 million over his collective career. Yet in one year, your average NBA player earns $5 million. It's only $2 million less than that. So my point behind that is that while you can continue and while esports continue to make a lot of money, when you're looking at it right now, apples to apples, it's not even close. So my fear of seeing so many esport players and video game streamers thinking that they need to be at that level of a, a star professional athlete, which makes, makes way more than the average, right? You're talking about guys that are making hundreds of millions over the course of like four years and your esport player definitely isn't there yet. It's just so important to not get caught up in playing, keeping up with the Joneses and thinking that you need to tag along to that level because esports just isn't there yet. And streaming's not there yet. I know those numbers, you know, for his 6.9 million earned in 108 tournaments, right? That doesn't include endorsements, sponsorships, streaming, or whatever. But, you know, those NBA average salaries don't include shoe deals, sponsorships, any other outside income that these pro players are making. So when you're comparing just salary to salary, which is what we're doing here, um, the esports career isn't there yet. I think it will be. I think in the next five years, the prize pools are only going to continue to go up. I think in the next five years, esports will be a top three sport. Um, I think that the earnings might, the esport earnings might collectively overall, I'm talking about the whole picture, surpass the NFL. Um, I, I just don't think it's there yet though. And I think that we're painting a false image in pop culture, whether that's through social media um, or whatever the case may be. I just, I just don't think we're there yet. So to wrap this up, uh, basically, again, we talked about the career length of your esport player, um, about how it's typically young, less than the pro sports. Uh, we talked about the financial part of it, um, you know, about whether that's making sure that you're being careful with your money so that you don't go broke once your esports career ends, to realizing that the esports salary is not there yet of professional sports. There's a lot to unpack, there's a lot to look at. Um, 
but it's exciting. You know, as I, as I mentioned, esports is going in the right direction. A lot of brands are starting to come in. That'll make the prize pools go up. Twitch is doing amazing things. Mixer is doing great things. Um, I mean, the esports space is doing nothing but going up right now. And you know, anyone like myself or any other professionals within the space, it's just exciting to see that. Whether you're a player, a streamer, it's super exciting to see that. And um, like I mentioned, I think in the next five years, esports will without a doubt be a top three sport. Um, but I think when we're doing the reality gut check, it's just not there right now. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Please be on the lookout for it. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, podcast. Thanks for listening. Please follow and subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and family. Remember that you can find us on social media at Lodges, L-O-D-G-Z underscore financial. Please go check out our social media pages and let us know what you think. Thanks, guys.